0: you're listening to the g-factor with lauren and tony a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization now without further ado here are the hosts of g-factor lauren doherty and tony van all right it's time for another g-factor this is tony van and Lauren Doherty? Not here. Happens to be Thanksgiving week. We decided we'd go ahead and do a little bit of an encore presentation. That being said, it's uh, actually new content. A little piece from a previous guest, uh, Josh Purpore, uh from Corning Place Communications in Albany. He and I actually had a conversation about the Electoral College. Uh, and I thought it was uh, pretty valuable to have and keep. So we're going to offer that up it's about six good minutes uh, discussing the electoral college the importance of the election and considering how things have uh, played out as at least of today monday the 23rd it seems like it's still topical so i hope that you enjoy this discussion with uh, josh
1: and i in upstate new york we have no say whatsoever, right? In a state of nineteen million people, we're we're half of that upstate outside the city. We're we're eight million. But I said we have zero say because there's so, so many concentrated right in New York City, and they are all like little um you know, little Trotskys. Yeah. And I said, They don't understand how we live up here. Most of them have never set foot on a farm or or held a gun. Like they don't they don't understand upstate New York. I said, so the only balance we have to that is a Republican majority in the Senate. That's it. That's our only protection. So I said, when you guys start talking about getting rid of the Electoral College, you would basically turn our entire country into New York State. Mm -hmm. I "I don't think that's good for for the country. And I'm saying that as as a slightly left of center uh, moderate.
2: Right. The discussion actually in our household last night was the electoral college and just the fact of, you know, why do we even have it? And um, of course, without getting too politically deep, I was like, it's, it is your one protection. You may not realize it, but if social media has not, you know, taught us anything, it is that mobocracy and the uh, coercion of vote based on where you live or your lifestyle or money or a various that gets kind of filtered out lack of better term there is a balance to that and um, that's my one fear at some point people will not realize that the electoral college not only helps us nationally but it helps us locally in the fact that it does um, take out the the peaks and the valleys of a state to give some type of median interest there and so it's Anyway, it's interesting to me, uh, but you know what, uh, and I, and I understand this, but a lot of people think, well, you know, one vote, my vote's just a throwaway because it goes to the electoral college and it's, that's not how it kind of works. And then the discussion last night about, um, you know, whatever Nebraska, uh, to congressional district two, basically deciding the entire vote potentially for you know 269 269 was interesting to me too because it's like uh and lauren has heard this she's probably like shut up tony but um my argument always for the electoral college is hawaii and i always talk about um The single Samoan Hawaii cleaners lady that she, uh, you know, she gets off work at like, you know, 659 because she's, you know, been waiting for all the people to get off work and come get their cleaning, dry cleaning, blah, blah, blah. And so she leaves. And as the uh, without an electoral college, you watch the entire shift of the country. And so New York, obviously Eastern, and then it goes to Central and then blah, blah, blah. And you get down and it soon realizes that the last person in line at the poll in Waikiki is this one middle-class, lower-middle-class woman that just wants to vote. And all of a sudden, the entire paparazzi effect happens. And the fact is that people start, like, trying to bribe her or tell her she can or can't vote, and literally that one person is... Making the decision for all, which is obviously a super extreme example, but that is the that's what the electoral college does it basically filters that potential out so that there is no coercion so if you take that example and you move into neighborhoods you move into parts of regions uh no electoral college, then that you know obviously influences the vote, so that electoral college is really your pr- protection overall so
1: yeah, anyway. well, and, and states could actually, and correct me if I'm wrong, maybe you understand the the history and the rules better than I do, but couldn't a state, New York, Oklahoma, whatever, uh, vote to amend the way that they uh, apportion their electoral votes and go more the Nebraska, Maine route? Like if, so if I'm a Dem in a predominantly red state or if I'm a Republican in a predominantly blue state and I feel like my vote doesn't matter, you know, theoretically, couldn't you at the state level request to make changes to your state constitution that would reallocate your electoral votes and and really provide a more accurate representation of that state's electorate?
2: Absolutely. You could do either the winner take all, which 48 of the 50 states do, or like you say, the district vote, which is congressional, or you can choose something else. All the constitution allows for is electorate the electoral college and the states sending electorates based on the number of congressional districts and mm-hmm. U S Senate. It does not indicate how th- those folks are chosen mm-hmm. or if there's a penalty. I mean, some electorates that have gone to the college, haven't even voted for the people that they were supposed to vote for. So historically you don't even, you're, there's no tie. It's just that you basically are deemed. So, yeah, I mean, that's, everyone wants to get rid of it instead of just fix the problem, which is well just, it's all States like elections are precinct County, uh, congressional district, state issues. They're not a federal issue. We may be voting in a federal election, but that's not what it's about. So,
1: yeah. Well, and again, you know, like, your, your your local votes have much more of an effect on your day-to-day life for your 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 town or your city or your your state elected officials your your legislature and that's gonna have a much greater effect on your day-to-day life than the president I mean at the end of the day you know I've said this before and it's not a popular opinion but like my life has not changed drastically and maybe that's because of who I am right like I may and I'm and, and going down the you know, the path of identity politics, but I'm a white, male, heterosexual, you know. So my life hasn't changed drastically going from, you know, Clinton to Bush and Bush to Obama and Obama to Trump. Like it just really hasn't hasn't affected me. I mean, I am sympathetic to folks whose whose lives have changed for sure. Right. But I I I see the majority of people like life changing things happen at the state and local level more than the federal level.
2: Absolutely. I mean, that's, but see, and, and if you ask nine out of 10 people who their local state house or state Senate
1: member is, they,
2: I don't know, some insurance salesman, I have no idea, you know.
1: And, and the prob- that'd be a great guess. They'd probably be right. <laughs> yeah. I think is I saw him at the, at uh, the bar last week at the uh, Flanagan's. I, I know that guy.
2: That's <laughs> exactly right. So anyway. Uh, what are you doing? Uh, I'm just sitting here winding my watch. What? Yeah, I'm trying to get that new TikTok app on on my watch. That's not how that works. Are you
0: sure? Really?
2: Uh, no. As a matter of fact, the Guild can help with your social media needs, including strategy, development, and management. Huh. And you don't really need to worry about TikTok app or anything else because we'll have it covered. Cool. So you'll download the app for me right on my watch? No. Uh, why? Because that's a Timex watch.
0: Oh. Thanks again for everyone for tuning in for our G-Factor podcast. For me, Lauren, and all of the uh, folks that make the G-Factor possible, We wish you a happy Thanksgiving, and we'll see you on Monday. Peace. Thank you for listening to G-Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguiltfactor.com.